0: before Yantiv before Yantiv we, we, we read the we read the actual Torah of Rav Kook which is from the of Perak because Rav Shaila and Erez Chaifetz only brought down a sentence or so from this Torah so we read the entire Torah it's very very hard very important very beautiful as everything in Rav Kook's t- writings Learning about luumius it's a it's a phrase that rev cook created maybe there were others before him who used it i don't know the closest english translation of course would be nationalism On the surface, it's a it's a word that Jews are not comfortable with. Nationalism hasn't worked for us, in general, in the world, and leumius is something that makes many many people uncomfortable. Rav Kook, of course, takes us to the pnimius of leumius. What that means. How Dvaikus Teraj is And the great potential that comes with that Dvaikus Therajis cell, which like anything else that's great, if it's misunderstood or if it's misused, it could bring to terrible, terrible tumma. Terrible distortion of Yiddishkeit, such as in the form of, of secular Zionism, a so total distortion of Yiddishkeit. And an, uh, an abandonment of Tarhumitsu's. But in kedusha, in Kiddusha, it's a very big part of Torah. So now we're going to learn Rav Avinar's commentary on this. It's very, very important. Whenever you have an opportunity to do that, it's good to do that. So I hope you have the pages. Where so it says so the ones that are stapled together, the appearance or the emergence of the chitzonius of lumius achilonis of secular nationalism in Kli which was surfacing very strongly at that time of R. when Rav Cook was growing up and later on when he came to Yisrael. Umakar and the inner source of that. So we already saw, we saw the words of the Tyrant side, we're going to try to understand them now. Eish ha'ahava hativis ul The natural, fiery love. The fire of natural love for the nation. And the revival the revival, the resurrection of that love of the nation, of the Jewish people of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael so, Rav Veneer, the, the bold writing of course is Rav Cook, and then the the regular print is, is the commentary we see that even by Jews who are far far removed from Torah there has always been a very powerful love for the people with few exceptions a powerful love for the people and a powerful love for our, our land even though they're so far from Torah Mitzvahs but they have a, a powerful kesher of love to Ahava, <coughs> this fire of love. He Rav Kook says, mm-hmm. This powerful love of the Jewish people is in, is increasing, becoming greater in Eretz Yisrael and through our connection to Eretz Yisrael. Obviously, we're, 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 an, we're a nation in Eretz In Chutzlar, it's, of course, we're Jews, and Am Yisrael exists, but a nation, we're not outside of Eretz And, of course, the essence of a Jew does not, de- does not depend upon where we live. A Jew is wherever he lives in the world, wherever we live, we're Jews. And one's Yiddish kai, does not depend upon a place, and a person, even if he doesn't have any connection to the Jewish people not by his own fault but he's someplace where he can't be he still is a Jew but there's no question that the connection to Am Yisrael to the nation of Israel is strengthened is strengthened by our presence in Eretz Yisrael where we can can live as a nation and function as a nation Not just as individual Jews or as small or as Kahilas and so on, or <clears throat> but as a nation, as a people. <coughs> and over time of co predicts. that this great pride, this powerful pride that Jews have in Am Yisrael, and being part of the Jewish people, this powerful pride that even non-religious Jews have, again, it's becoming harder to hold on to these days, but this great powerful pride that Jews have to be part of the Jewish people, Rav says, the time will come where it will join together with the Eish Hashem, with the fire of Hashem, with the Eish HaKadish, <clears throat> with all the pureness of faith and all of its power and strength so as many many tzaddikim reacted negatively to the ascent of Jewish nationalism nationalism and patriotism, and so on. Many tzaddikim, most tzaddikim, reacted very, very strongly against that for obvious reasons. How secular nationalism and non-Jewish nationalism has been (coughs) the source of tremendous pain, fever and apicurses, and so on. Replacing God with with a, a... your, your nation or your, your your country and identifying yourself as a member of something other than an Eivet Hashem, but being identified with, with some other way to identify yourself as a Jew. Which, that's what nationalism, that's what secular Zionism did. <coughs> it gave a way, it gave an uh, an alternative way for a Jew to identify himself. Not by not by Teremitzvahs, but to identify yourself by your love of, uh, of the people and of the land. So most of the tzaddikim reacted very strongly against that and fought very, very, very hard against it. And we understand why. And the tzaddikim knew what they were doing. And perhaps they agreed with Rav Kook that the source of that is something which is holy. But they but they believed that the danger (coughs) was so great. It's hard for us to understand because we're not living in those times. But the danger was so great and Yiddishkeit was at stake and and they fought tooth and nail against the emergence of of Jewish nationalism. Which was the the theme of that time in history the Americans had their own place the French had their revolution Americans had their revolution the revolutions were taking place everywhere in the world as we were climbing the world was climbing out of the middle ages the dark ages and people wanted to have their own in- independence and to have their own identity and their own country and this was the world was moving more and more in that direction this was going on everywhere in the world in most places of the world this is what was happening and and Jews were caught up in the fever of that of that uh, spirit of nationalism that was taking over the whole world. But the tzaddikim saw in that a great danger. So Rav explains, "Kach shemitoch ahavas <laughs> am yisrael ve'ed yisrael." Rav mahalach was. That through this love of the Jewish people and uh, the Jewish nation and Eretz Israel, Tophiah besophah shal'dova Havas Yisrael. Mm-hmm. That through the love of Am Yisrael and Eretz Israel, eventually it will bring to a, a love of elokeh Yisrael, of Hashem. He believed that with his entire being, with his heart and soul. <clears throat> and we'll see the note uh, in, a, in a few minutes. hat ha-leumis amaisis, maesis Rav explains, on page 453. hat ha-leumis ha-ma'esis asher hechelol ifnei kamei vechamishem shana. The national, the actual revival of this, idea of the Jewish people having coming back and having our own nation and our own country this began in earnest in a practical way I mean we always dreamt of that but in a practical way around 150 years ago <speaking in Hebrew> Rav Kuch saw it as a spiritual revival as well and most didn't or even if they believe that somehow deep down it's there but it was enclosed in in a rebellion against Yiddishkeit and a rebellion against our mitzvahs. So it wasn't seen as any kind of a spiritual revival or revolution. And La just as in the non-Jewish world, it was understood as an attack against the Church. And an abandonment of religion. So it appeared, la Havdal It appeared on the surface, in Klal Yisrael, that this revival of nationalism and this excitement of, over Am Yisrael and of Yisrael was at the expense of their misses, And there's, of course, great truth to that, and we're still suffering from that in many ways, from that mitzvahs. Rav Cook saw it as a tri he, he was focused on, as always, he was focused on the plimus. And of course he was accused by many of being impractical. And, and there was something impractical about Rav Cook's way of seeing things. And there were those who said that he was a great tzaddik, he was a genius, but he was naïve. But he didn't let go of this belief that through the love of the nation and the land that the love of Hashem will be revived, will become strengthened. And it's been a painful process. Haketa, how is this? al Alpayim Shnoiz so Vaviner explains that over the thousands of years of galus the 2,000 years of Galas. <speaking in Hebrew> Here's Rav Kook. He's introducing this Tyre of Rav Kook, this unbelievable Chiddush that he says, that through the thousands of years of Galas, there are great treasures of Ruchnias that are ours, that are Jewish, that belong to us, that come from us. That as a result of our being all over the world, that these oitsus ruchonim, last time we were talking about before Yantav, about an example of meditation, is bonanus. That over the years of Golas, these oitsus these spiritual treasures of the Jewish people, that are shayachimlan, that belong to us, became spread out among the Gaim. tragically many of these treasures that we have because we were focusing on survival and what kept us going so much of the Avodah was, became secondary and and then there were nations of the world in the east and the west that picked up on these things however now now that the Jewish people are returning to our land Jews are coming from all of the places of our Harav, and they're bringing with them this great cultural ruchush, this, but things that they are bringing back with them from their places in Golis which of course is mixed in with all kinds of strange things that's what makes it complicated. Because we picked up a lot of bad stuff in Godels. Mostly we picked up bad stuff over the years. All kinds of things that we took from where we were. <clears throat> a lot of bad stuff. But with the bad stuff, there's there's a Ruchuz Godel. Of things that are holy that originally were ours and And we either somehow held on to them in these places or they were lost, but the and the non-Jews, the Gaim there, connected to some of these things. However it happened, we're coming back now to Hitch and kaltum and ha'umas hashonus, we did absorb from the nations that we were in. Things of holiness that were lost among the nations over the years of Galas. And in this way, these Jews who are returning are bringing are bringing back to Eretz Yisrael and to our people these treasures, these spiritual treasures that were stolen by the Gaon by the nations of the world. Now it's a very deep concept that's rooted in, in Kesef and the Zohar Kaddish. We'll see more in the note in a, in a couple of minutes. Pazurei ha'amuna alokis. Rav Cook refers these are Rav Cook's words. Pazurei ha'amun ha'elokis. These these pieces, these pirurei ha'amuna, these crumbs of faith, these. These p- these pieces of Amunah, these parts of the puzzle of the Jewish people, the the chutztharits are all over the place. And the chutztharits are just pieces of a puzzle. Like, you know, where you sit down, you have one of these puzzles. I'm not talking about like 10 pieces. When I mean, there's a puzzle, you have, you know, 600,000 pieces plus. You never try to do a puzzle like that. You never got a box like that with the kids, right? Six, 600,000 pieces. Right, and I was with my granddaughter the other day, and she was doing this little puzzle, and I said, "No, not there, not there." She had a very strong Shaina She believed very strongly that it was in that place, and she started banging on it <laughs> <laughs> to make it work. Over there, I said, "That's not, that's not the picture." Yeah, look at the pictures. Just come out and make this work. <laughs> you think we don't do that? We do that all the time, all the time. If I would start pointing out the ways that we do that, it would be too embarrassing for us to go into Shabbos. <laughs> we do that all the time. There's so many things in our lives that don't fit. We just try to make them fit. It's like it's not really who we are, but we just keep on banging on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> so our pizurum, there are pieces of the puzzle of, uh, of Yiddishkeit, of, of Ratz HaShem, of Am Yisrael, that are all over the place. All over the place. This place. This place. This different things. We'll see in the note a little bit. But the concepts of morality and certain Erlichite, certain basic, basic of that somehow over the years of ghuls, the Jews sort of allowed. Not to completely slip away, Chassid but to become weaker. And strangely, there were nations that picked up on things. If you read the Declaration of Independence, it's a hush of a document. Now we didn't want to do that when we were in school because it was part of school. But if but if you take a second look at it, you know, post school, you take a fresh look at it. It's a hush of a piece of paper. It's a hush of thing. If you look at, if you look carefully, there, will be, there are things that are in the Declaration of Independence that would be very, very good if we if we would uphold those things in our lives. But imagine taking like a Yiddish translation of that and putting it up on, a, like on a, on the thing, in the sh- like outside the mid from Williamsburg. You know what I mean? Just in Yiddish. So everybody will stand around, like you know, with a towel over the shoulder. That's nice. <laughs> What's this? There's a lot of good stuff in there. Actually. And there's a lot of stuff that he could use over there to have and we could use here. That's in the declaration. And there's Jewish stuff in there. Okay, it was made in that lotion. Uh, that's good stuff. We could use more of that stuff. How did that happen such a thing? The Freedom Ring. It doesn't say that declaration No, but it's part of all the Okay. Uh, no, I thought you... I don't want you to... No, but Benjamin Franklin took a seal with... with uh, of course, with it's, chariots, a, it's, it's with about Yovel. It's, it's about Yovel. It's going out of Mitzrayim. You like see it's that b'chalal by the Americans. The, America, the 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 founding fathers of this country were very, very connected to Tanakh. They were religious people. They were God-fearing people for the most part. Yes. They were very religious people. Franklin Davka was a moshchus. You know, so. <laughs> but they were religious people. They believed in God and they believed in Tanakh. and <coughs> and and when you he- when you read some of the stuff you said oh, okay. it's pretty good it would be a nice mu in yeshiva no like he mentioned you mentioned uh Benjamin Franklin. so there you know there's a there's a famous musa thing with the uh, with the midas Tikkun Amidus. Uh, it's 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 a forgery of it's a forgery. It's not a forgery. It's, it was taken from Benjamin Franklin directly from Bank, word for word from Benjamin Franklin. It's learned in all the Musi that they learned. Mm. And uh, they didn't say it was from Benjamin Franklin, but so it was Benjamin Franklin. So do we have to feel guilty about them? No, the terrorist is that Franklin stole it from us. <laughs> There's a whole Haggad <laughs> How it came, like, what's Benjamin Franklin doing with this stuff? like Nikias and Zorizas, you know. Like, what's, what's he doing with this stuff? Which, Franklin, he was a brilliant person. What's he doing with all this stuff? So there's a whole chagadye, how that How that became part of, of European thinking, and then it crossed over the ocean, and where it came from was, it came from Gadusha's Israel, mixed in with all kinds of other strange things. Where does democracy come from? The whole, the whole way that America works. The whole way that America works. If you learned Lomachel, if you learned the of the Abarbanel, the idea of division of power, Parshas Israel and Malchus and how Malchus is supposed to work in the proper way, what's the meaning of monarchy? What's the meaning of democracy? All of these things are from Torah. Democracy was a big chiddush in the world. The Sherish of democracy is in Torah. I it, we're not we're not uh, of course it's not is not democracy, but the shiroshim of democracy of of each person having a voice, and of how to legislate and to delegate authority and power and so on. What well, the shiroshim? Uh, the 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 great political thinkers of the, uh, of the. Uh, at that time, in Europe, the great political thinkers, John Stuart Mill, Matteski, and all of those geniuses, they were big students of Tanakh. They were great students of Tanakh. Rousseau, Voltaire, <laughs> anti-Semite. Uh, Isaac Newton was... Uh, he, was, power was power. he was he a was very right from... He okay, was a scientist, but I'm saying the political—the political, the, the political theorists—they were all people that knew Tanakh inside out. They knew Tanakh inside out. They were deists. So, No. So they studied. To, they studied for what? They believed in. They believed in God. They believed in Torah. Whether <coughs> this one is a deist, how you define that? And this Catholic or Protestant, and how they viewed God and so on. And there are in between them. They, it's a very likely statement to say that these—they are they like this, no like that—but they were all students of Tanakh. That's for sure. They—they uh, they would put us to shame. Many of them. They knew Tanakh. They knew Tanakh. And, and and the basic concepts of of democracy are, which are which are very beautiful and very holy. Again, if they're misused, then then it becomes the mess that we're in right now. But the sherosh are very holy. <coughs> you come, and it comes from Am Yisrael. These are the pizurei ha'amunah helokis, the scatterings of faith. The scatterings of Jewish faith that are everywhere in the world. Good. Pieces. Everywhere in the world. Pirurei ha'amunah, or says, crumbs of, crumbs, pirurei ha'amunah, Rav Kook says the whole The whole, all the consolations, What does that mean? He says shel he Tanchuma means to consult, the comfort. And Rav Agner explains that what Rav Kook is referring to here is emuna is what gives man hope. Emuna is what comforts and strengthens and consoles. It's what gives a human being the ability to be optimistic. Geula, we just had just left Mitzrayim Pesach. So Nissan was talking before about Franklin with, and to proclaim liberty in the land and freedom and so on. Geul, a redemption. That a man is supposed to be free and that there's a redemption, the ultimate redemption, a redemption that we have to look forward to it gives tremendous chizik to the, to the world <clears throat> the optimistic the optimistic way that faith that Amuna, looks at, at life with optimism it's amazing that there are people that can make Amuna do something which is negative there are people that can handle that it's a certain skill I had, t- I had teachers like that, mm-hmm. <coughs> Then how to make emunah uh, to something which is negative. But the truth is that when emunah is properly taught <coughs> and, and transmitted to the children and grandchildren, it's, a, it's, the, it's, the, it's the source of all. Is the source of all optimism and simcha and joy and hope comes from emunah. Prophecy. It was prophecy. Prophecy. Nevoah gives us a glimpse of what it, of where we're going. Of where we're going. So I was talking about my Mishchah, so that that there's a derech that we're on. There's a mahalach that we're on. There's a derech. Not to live a life of vayasem besohu lo derech. To be dragging around without a tachlis, without a purpose. All that comes from Am Yisrael. All that comes from Tanakh, from Torah, from Emunah. There's a mahalach. There's a derech. You're not just some kind of a bug. That's, trying, that's running around trying to get a couple of pieces of food. There's a talkless of Where you are going? What you What you doing over here? There's nothing that that can build a person up more than knowing that I'm, I'm part of something big. There's a There's a big union, and I have and I have my contribution to make. All of this comes from All of this comes from the Torah. All of this comes from from Am Yisrael. Nevu. <laughs> that way of faith of emuna, of looking the optimistic perspective of emuna, is to look at everything in a way that with absolute certainty. kula, how all of reality, despite all the sicknesses, all of the sicknesses that all the things that are wrong. Because there's, thi- there's a lot of things that are wrong in the world, there's a lot of pain, and there's suffering, and there are floods, and there are volcanoes, and there's bad stuff, and there are things that people do to each other, which is most of the bad stuff. Is not a is not, uh, flood. The damage that Sandy did that people are still suffering from is not anything compared to what people are doing to each other in their homes. It's just you, you. You can't go to the to the hardware store to fix it. You understand the damage that people bring to each other and how they hurt each other. The Mitzias is sick. There's tremendous sickness in in the world, sickness, Mamish, and 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 people making each other sick, and their tragedies and so on. But Amuna is a way of thinking, it's a way of living. Where a person is alive with vadoz gemur, with absolute certainty, Kate tzad kula, how all of reality. Lamros kol despite all of its sicknesses. Yisure all the suffering, all the tzaras. Hare hit so edes Milo, Milo. All of creation is marching higher and higher, moving towards the goal. And all of these things, all of the problems and all of the sicknesses are part of that and are and are bringing also to that. That's what a Maman believes. There's no greater source of optimism than a bringing the world higher and higher, closer and closer to that ultimate. Ideal that's going to be revealed with Mashiach, which is a molar as the The whole world will be filled with the es One of the chaver mentioned the Tosh Rebbe, before we were talking, the Tosh Rebbe was a tzaddi yisrael. Oh, just died a little while ago. And lived there, you know, outside near Montreal, by Montreal. so a big, big, big Tzadi. So I, I I saw in a sefer about him that came out after he was nifted that that. <clears throat> there was a chassid. There was a chassid that came to cry to the rabbi about about the tzaros that he had, the tzaros that he had with uh, panosah with the children there, He had tzaros, and, and he and he was. And he said that he's filled with daigas. He's filled with daigas. You know, daigas means worries. Daga, a daigas are worries. Filled with daigas. I don't remember the exact lashon that the rabbi said in Yiddish. Was very sweet. But basically, what the Tosh Rabbi said to him, he said, Daigas, he said, Daigas He says, uh, "He says Achabasach chobasach The Rabbi said, Achabasach tierdis." What does that mean? Huh? A lot of tierdis. What? How do you translate a tierdis? Huh? Burdens. burdens. Yeah. Sure. Uh, in Yonam, to take care of tierdis uh, issues. issues and tierdis. There a lot of. Have, the Rabbi said, "A chobasach tirdis. But I'm not worried. That's what he said. And I was thinking about that. Because I feel I have I feel not compared to the Rebbe, but every one of us. But the Rebbe said in such an innocent way, he said, but I don't have it. I'm not worried. I'm busy. There's a lot of stuff that has to get done. But daigah is Chabachnish. The chesidim say that you look at the word daigah, dalad aleph gimel hay, and it's the first letters of the olive base, right? Except without the base. Daigah is dalad aleph gimel hay. So it has the, it's aleph, it's aleph dalad, it's Olive gimel dalad hay. Well, where's the base? So the say because the base means bitachon, means trust in God. Mm. That's missing when you have daigas; the, 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 it doesn't have a base in it. It's no, there's no base. Yeah, that's what they Rebbe is saying. this. I'm busy. I have things I have to do, and there are things, like, whatever. I mean, he was dealing with a lot of tzaraas in Yisroim also, but but daigas a a very high level of bitach. Think how much we worry about things. Worrying. Muna is the of, of of optimism. <clears throat> of optimism. We gave that to the world. That comes from us. See so many books come out about self help and uh, inspiration, all these books all these things. And they're they're rooted in Amuna, even the twelve steps to help people who have addictions, all different problems. It's all it's all rooted in a in Amunah. Of course it's it's you know, distorted and things but it's the Sherish is all good stuff. The Sherish is Amuna. Has to be fixed up and trimmed, and you know, to take away some of the stuff that doesn't. But the, there, there are people do, that are doing that, that are working on these things right now. It's coming out, there's a, some of the are coming out with a, a book on the twelve steps that's just with the Amun But the sherish is all the and it's all heading towards Mala's day as Hashem. the herosa he- ha- Rabbis. Rav Kook says the herosa he- HaRabbas the great insights the many insights shall have Rav Expense expensive faith al the next page 454 <laughs> that it's not just about this having belief and having faith that the Pizur emuna of faith that, that lifts up the world but in a very real and practical way in a very real and practical way Le Musa I was talking about the as an example of the Declaration of Independence Musir and Yaisha and Gvura and Tikva where does all that come from? Ethics and Yashvas and Gvura courage Tikva hope Shalom Nechamas Eilamem Rav Kook says peace Nechamas Eilamem eternal where does all that come from? These are the pizurim yamurah that are all over the world, and it's it's said. So a Jew, a Jew doesn't doesn't know any Torah. Or he was brought up without any Yiddishkeit, and he's inspired by the Declaration of Independence, which is, which is an in, inspiring thing. But but he, but he, he 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 never learned. He never learned Noar Malach. You know, he never learned a piece of of of, Kuzuri, of Maral. He never saw black gemara. I've met, I've mentioned this over the years. I remember that when I was in yeshiva, and I would come back by the train and on the subway, which is always a like a depressing um, thing, the subway. And and I and I I was sitting there. I remember holding my bag of laundry to take back for my mother to do. I couldn't figure out how to do it, you know. <laughs> so I'm sitting with my bag of laundry and my tefillin, and, uh, and and and. Um, and there was a a, a a nun that was sitting next to me. There was a nun with the whole devotion, you know, the whole thing. And she's sitting there, and she was in a very sweet way. She was she was praying, very very sweet. There was a certain masikas. There was a masikas. There was a sweetness to it. And I was saying, wow, and she's she's kind of davening. She's pretty good davening. This lady is davening. It's very sweet. She so was a certain, like a that she had. It was very sweet. And, I, and, f- and the words sounded like I knew them from somewhere. And she was saying Till. Hmm. First, I got nervous. You know, she's doing New Testament. I don't know. She was saying Till. She was saying Psalms. Hmm. Wow. And, and I said, That's really. She was saying it in English, you know, Psalms. I, I said, Wow. I said, it really sounds nice. I mean, I say that also. I say it every single day. But she was saying, "Like, fortunate are those who dwell in the house of God." And I was thinking, "Wow, It's really nice stuff." Like, you know, she, well, who gave it? Where'd she get that from? It's really nice stuff. You know, like an hour before, I was, I was, you know, Asher, you know, walking around, like, seeing a of the chave, waving <laughs> And I was sitting there on the train, the Galakhter, the Shvester, she sits there, she's saying, like, uh, such Fortunate Fortunately, those who dwell in the house of God. I, I had such, I was thinking about that so much afterwards. I looked down, so she's saying, tell him, I said, I, don't, I know these words. Saint till just calmly and gently and sweet and with a niggin like nothing else in the world existed. It's muna That <laughs> We need to do that. This was gunfight this was from us, you understand. These old all gnevis and gzevis. These are things that were stolen from us. Not that we don't forget the world to have them. It's good that it's good that she has it. That's good. The world should have it. That's fine. Hashem's B'chom wanted that the world should have Tash The world wants that they should have such things, that they, that they should know of him as the Tachlis, and they should and they should pray to him. Like I felt really bad about my mincha that day, you know. I just felt very bad. Of course, my instinctive thing is, ah, she a tumma, it's a tumer. You know, you right away start to get into that. It's a tumma and I'm a yid, and I have my ashray. Really. And this is a big tumor. But but once I got past that initial thing, that, you know, that, that way of, of being defensive in my own head, I felt bad. does I'm jealous, that means I want to be her, God forbid. I felt bad that I'm not me, you understand? Not that I want to be her. I don't leave. But I'm not me. That's what's bothering. That's what bothers me. I still remember I still remember how she said it. Hmm. The mysikis of how she was saying it. I would have I would have gone with it to the end of the line. That's the truth. It's Just I wanted to get home. There's such masikas, the sweetness to it. So what's what's wrong with us? But these are there are pizurei hamuna. Of course, I'd sit next to the next day. She'd be she doing New Testament something some Yashka stuff, because it's all mixed up with the paganism and, and, and tumma. These are the pizurei hamuna. And here Rav Kook is talking about it in a very practical way, Musar and Yoseh, Gvur, and Tikva, Shalom and Chavas that we brought to the world and are all over the world, and the world picked up here and there all different things that picked up, and some of that we, along the way, we just take for granted. We take for granted, and we don't focus on these things anymore. And that particular person or that particular people that they took th- this Indian they made into a big Indian. So what Rav Cook is saying is that Jews are coming back from all over the world. And whether they realize it or they don't realize it, they're coming back in their, what they have in their bags and their luggage and their knapsacks. They have. They're bringing back their our stuff. They, don't, they might not realize they're bringing that back. It's not like, like like someone's constantly saying, oh, that's a good thing. I can But Jews are coming back from all over. And when they come back, they, they bring with them their stuff that they had over there. It goes into the... Into the they don't know that they're packing it there, but it's in the suitcases. It's, it's in their things. Come back. Kolele Pizuri of says, <coughs> Kolele Pizuri Ya'mun Elokis. The great comfort... And the great insight that that, that these pieces of Amuna give to those who, who have them. Shakran Cook's words, Shakran that spread these 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 concepts and the, these tanchumim and these haoras that spread among the nations, powerful nations, are they psuvaneh banagoyim? Because of our being dispersed among the nations. Rav Avni explains ki galina leben haumais that because we are ingalas among the nations, hagoyim kaltumi itanu v'sharachem hagadol v'nisgav malol. The goyim absorbed. Again, it doesn't. It wasn't necessarily something conscious, although they did study Tanakh and so on. But they absorbed. I'm reading an, an amazing book now that I would recommend. I, have, I always relax reading about the Holocaust. <laughs> so, I'm reading this amazing, uh, reading this amazing book called Veil of Tears. It's very, very good to read. There's a chronis of Rav Pinchas Horshbron, a chronis of Rav Horshbron, he was the Rav of Montreal. He was from the top Talmudim in Chachmel, Lublin of Rav Meir Shapira. And um, he was a person who, who called Tarakula, one of those type, you know, everything by heart, inside out, asher, yesher, like that. Mm-hmm. Everything, all of Tarakula. Is uhid. So he he wrote these memoirs. Now he has a photographic memory, so he remembered everything that's a very big advantage when you're writing memoirs to remember. Because <laughs> a lot of memoirs are not accurate. But he remembers everything. He never forgot a word of anything. So we have memoirs that were that were written in Yiddish and were translated into English. They were originally came out in Montreal in nineteen forty six in yiddish in the yiddish newspaper in in the series in the Yiddish newspaper and now we have it in english called veil of tears Something Amish. Uh, uh what what hersprung was just what he what he went through and uh and me the moon uh, the godless of the person and the same time how normal he was, meaning he was a person of the world. But there was a certain part that I was reading where, where Hirschsprung was, was talking about, remember this was, this was not when he was already old, he died, uh, whatever, in 1998, I don't remember. It's, uh, it's not that he, 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 this was still fresh, 1946. He didn't yet know what even happened to his family at that point when he wrote these memoirs, and there were people said it's not it's not be- becoming that a, that an Adam and a big time of Hohan write memoirs. And he said, it says they're in the direction of a first So why we saw Rabbi Yachvev wrote memoirs. We see great people wrote. Why shouldn't they write? People should know what happened. It's a very very important document. This this uh, veil of tears, unbelievable. And and. Um, it just came out uh, a couple of weeks ago in English right? it just came out now in English yeah, it just came out I got it. yeah somebody somebody gave me a matana gift for, for Yontif mm-hmm. I usually save some of these things for the summer but I I, I couldn't have a first one vote have from first such a thing but do you get from an old one like that so one of the things that was there was communism communism was a very big Indian. like us, it doesn't mean anything so my Shanghai, although the North Koreans seem to take it pretty seriously. <laughs> Most of the world, even in China, but at that, that time, especially Jews, very strong. And and Rav Bond was talking about how, you know, because he had he was he got out of Poland, he got out of where the Nazis were. This whole Nisim and the he got out what he went through until he got out, and he made it into into the red zone, where the Russians were. And there, he was meeting up with, and, and it comes out, and and since this was not published by a firm company, so it says, it didn't, it didn't uh, censor it. So it's uncensored. So if Hirshberg wrote in, in his thing about how he knew all of Trott's, the writings of Tolstoy and Lenin and Marx, Knew all, he was a buck in all of these books. And um and and he, he, he was very attracted to communism. There was a he was very drawn to it. And he had conversations with other Jews, especially when he came into where the where the Russians were. And um the cherish of communism is something which is very, very holy. because it, it 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 hasn't worked. In the hands of Rishayim, it's impossible to work. Jews tried it, you know, the form of socialism in Israel, and so on. But but the shorish of it is is in kedusha. It's also from the pizure Ha'amunah. that musag of living that way. It's there's something very holy to it. There's something very appealing, something very beautiful about it. These are all these are all from Tanakh. This all comes from, from Kedusha. And and interestingly, the ga'im would collate these things very strongly. For whatever reason I'm not going to right now, we'll talk more about it in the notes. They would collate, they absorbed these things, and we picked up these things. And... We them or we them. Sometimes we're conscious. Sometimes we're not conscious. We bring them back. We brought them. In. And Rav Kook says we bring them back. Whether just so. Idea: Spash the Samunes. <laughs> and Islam, through Christianity and Islam, who stole. The basic basic concepts of Judaism that Christianity and Islam stole. And and through Christianity and Islam, became known to uh, became popularized. Hanovos, Rav Kook says, that come that flow from the source of kiss ve And now they're returning, Rav Kook says, to us and gathering together an hour back in our treasure chest. We them upon the they're gathering once again within Knesset Yisrael the shavon l'tchiyah—they're being brought back to life. Like they have mine, the Shamus chadasha shall shalom shall There are many, many multitudes of of new souls that are that are here at the end of time when we're a nation that's being born once again, and that's coming through many people in that room. pan they have mine, so as everybody else reacted to all of these things, also, also, also. This is we have to stay away from all of these things. These are goyish things, and so on. said not The levushim are goyish. The outside garments are goyish. This is very much a Balshamtev musag, of course. The outside garments are goyish, but the panemis is so... It's, it's all Kisval this It's all Tarva Kaddish. You have to fix it up. And Rav believed that all of this was part of the derach that's bringing to Kedusha Yisrael and Jews becoming. <clears throat> but, it, but he but he says a million times over and over, that doesn't mean it's going to happen on its own. We've got to work at this. You have to work at this. Rav Kook was, was ferociously against secular, secular Zionism, in that form of secular Zionism, uh, 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 no different than Sadler or... Oh, Lubavitch by the Rashab. The Rashab was a bigger anti Zionist than Samarabi. People don't know that about Lubavitch. The, the anti Zionism of Lubavitch made Samarabi look mild. Wow. It's from the Rashab, the original, at that time. Rav Kook was a fire against it. The Chilik was, Rav Kook said, that the kernel of it we all believe is, is holy and everybody else said, but it's too deep in the mud it's too deep, 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 there's too much mud and R.F. Cook said, I'm going for it now there are those who said that he, was, that he made a mistake with that, you could argue and it's still being argued but R.F. Cook said, I'm, go- I'm going for it I'm going to go for that let's try to get that and it seemed to him that that's what Hashem was bringing about let's try to get it so when the Hebrew University was opening so everybody went, everybody went nuts and so the Rav Cook uh, uh, in Yushalayim to open up a secular place and they're going to teach guys things and and Rav Cook also was to him it was abhorrent, but he spoke at the opening. The drush that he gave was amazing, and it was all about uh, kedusha and, and pizurey amuna and and there was there was a tremendous snaggles to it. You could understand what kind of trouble it caused. And, and it was a, just as, you, as I'm sure you know that it's brought down in Rav Neriya's book and others, it's very famous that Rav Huttner was that time with Rav Kook and, and the promise was made to Rav Kook that they, weren't going, they were not going to teach any biblical criticism they were only going to teach Tanakh as Hashem being the author and that was promised to Rav Kook and that's why the only, the only way that he agreed is they were not going to do that they were going to teach Tanakh in and Kedusha and, and, and he was sitting and learning with Rav Huttner his student and a boy came in and said that, that this professor so-and-so gave a big lecture. The whole lecture was biblical criticism, that God didn't write, tena- you know, different parts of Tanakh and so on. Not- and and, and Rav Cook turned white, right, And Rav Hutton said to Rav that it seems that the Rebbe understands the Yiddish aguf, but may the Yiddish and Neshama, but the Yiddish Aguf, not everything. He said, the Neshama Rebbe understands, but the Aguf, not 100%. And Rav Hutton said later on, I can't believe I said that, but I said that. I had the nerve to say that to him. and Rav, Rav Cook didn't argue and they said his his health deteriorated very much after that Rav Kuk mm. and he, he had this whole vision of like that through you know Emuna yeah. uh, Hebrew University it's going to come out everything will be the Rabbani Shalom and Elohim and he got this promise and, and he believed them and he trusted them and then the, and then everyone said they would trust these people they can't be trusted Rav Kook was very trusting very very trusting so a he was so he was such a genius, but in that way he was—he was naive in a certain way. I mean, I'm not saying that as criticism. God forbid, he was very tmimistic. He was very trusting of people. People took terrible advantage of him. Terrible, terrible advantage of him. He was very temistic. He believed everybody. He was like that. He just trusted people, and people walked all over him. It was like a, it was like a week after the university opened they did this, and they had this whole promise that we'll never do anything. Tanakh will be with religious people and taught religiously. And, that. not much like a week later but they, they were laughing at it, it was, the whole thing was a joke so the, he, he saw that colonel, that he saw that and he wanted to go for it but there were those who argued that you could, and you could make a good argument that this is too far gone or for now we can't or whatever this was what was going on, to get a sense a feeling of feeling of what was happening I think Mr. Will continue, will continue next week. Make a sim and we're up to it. We have to go back to the notes also, right? vale of Veil vale of Tears. V A L E.